This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning, my friends. My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. Therapist. <laughs> welcome and hello. Happy Monday morning to you. This is AOM Radio where we do four things. But first, who is this show brought to you? Our show is brought to you by the Anatomy of Marriage app. It's a couples counseling app that's fast, fun, and never boring. It's the thing mm-hmm. you wish you had had before you got into couples counseling because it's better than couples counseling. Oh, my goodness. Don't tell your therapist. Ever. Therapist, look out. That's We're right. We're coming for you. Therapist, you look out. You can get the app at anatomyofmarriage.com or in the App Store or in Google Play. It's rad. Go check it out. That's right. And every single AOM radio, we do four things, y'all. We call them the pigs. We do a prayer, an intention, and a gratitude. And then we answer, no, we don't answer, we uh, shoot out some conversation starters from the Anatomy of Marriage app. So yes. I'm going to start it off with prayer. And we encourage you and invite you to do these things with your spouse. Good morning, Ivy. We're live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube also every day. So you hear us talking right. to our peeps here. So go ahead and prison A. <laughs> Thank you, God, Creator, for your blessings. Thank you for this day. Thank you for another chance to uh, create things to uh, live in, in intention and live on purpose. Thank you so much for all that you do and the blessings that we have. Thank you for our kids. Thank you for all of the listeners. I pray that it is helpful today, and also th- I pray that we get help too. And thank you, God. Amen. Amen. That's right. Um, we, again, do these things together. So the next one is intention, mm-hmm. which is basically how do you want to behave today? Mm-hmm. What are your intentions around your behavior, around your marriage specifically? So That's right. Uh, I'll start out. I always mm-hmm. make you go first. Um, my intentions today, I've done a lot of awesome kind of prep work for the mm-hmm. house. I had this wholly inspired idea last night about really? a new... Ca- oh, I was... That way yes. you came to bed super late? Yes. I was so jazzed, like... I want to tell you about it, Jasmine. All right, tell me, <laughs> tell me about it. What's your intention? Not, but here's the thing: mm-hmm. this calendar system that I made up last night um, is going to help us pr- like level up, like mm-hmm. become pros at what we're doing. Right. And when we can have more focus on like cleaning the house as a family, tasks, getting the kids more involved, then we can relax better, mm-hmm. connect more intentionally as a couple, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm excited about. And 
And that's kind of what I'm working on is like how to get, how to whip everybody in shape. Like I'm the captain and this is my, right. my deck hands. I got a, you're uh, that band Devo. I don't know what that is, but sure. And, um, <laughs> oh, whip it good. That yeah. you're a thousand gross. <laughs> you grandpa, knew you knew it. No, so I did what do you, uh, what I do you did want not. Me to say? <laughs> but anyway, so that's my intention is like that it, it's, it's moving the mm-hmm. pieces of our lives so that, us being intimate, us snuggling mm-hmm. can all happen. There you go. Air five. <laughs> that makes sense? Yes, it does make sense. Long and answer. I have the same kind of intentions to level up, to bring it. Uh, what are you smiling at? You're smiling at something. Somebody says amen. I That's right. Amen. Uh, what's up? Happen. I am Daniqua. Uh, to level up. And this morning, I also had some divine inspiration. I... Um, have, I'm going to create a thing, right? Well, I'm still thinking about it. It's SOPs to GSD. So it's GSD, an airport? <laughs> no, get stuff oh. get stuff done. So, so creating, standard operating procedures to that's get right. stuff done. That's Ooh. right, but I don't use the word stuff. I use other words that are more Ooh. motivating, kind of light a fire under, you know what? You got a little fire. <laughs> so SOP to GSD. And that includes everything. Like, what is your typical day? Here is the task. That's what I'm working Just on, do not it. you, me. Well, well, guess what? We're both working on it. So that's good intentions. So, okay, you guys, prayer, intention, gratitude, right? We did the intention. We, Melanie's the captain now. <laughs> she's, always, she's always thought she's been the captain. Trust me on that. Thought? Yes. Anyhow. Anyway, gratitude. I am thankful that I can send you content and things that you actually listen to. It's not just me, like, bugging you, like... Hey, come on, let's level right. up. Let's like get our stuff together. Let's, you know, I'm not always bugging you. Hey, let's go to therapy. Let's do self improvement. Right. I send you a podcast, and what? Lo and behold, yeah, I hear you listening to it this morning. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's a Lewis Howes podcast, The School of Greatness. You guys should check out Lewis Howes and School of Greatness. It's really great. And he has Sarah Blakely, the creator of Spanx, mm-hmm. and then Jesse Eitzler, who is also an entrepreneur, and they are a couple, yeah. a power couple, and they. I am Jesse, and you and you are Sarah. I'm not kidding on <laughs> no, this, I, yeah. but <laughs> that's similar. that's the reason I wanted you to listen to it because yep. I think that we have some conflict. But I I do me, and I'm right. not going to not do me, and you do you. And shame on me if I try to make you not do you. Right. You, you understand what I'm saying? Right. And that's not in a like I do me, you know, whatever. Right. I ain't changing. It's no, I have some real God-given talent and mm-hmm. gifts and who I am, Seth shapes space in the universe, mm-hmm. and so do you, and I think they are a good example of what we can emulate because they're killing it right. in every way, yeah. and I want to do that as well. So thank you for listening to the content that I send you. I really appreciate it. You are very welcome. I agree with that same thing. Like mm-hmm. I'm very, and I won't use that as my gratitude, but mm. you never push back. I'll be like, I think you should read this book about parenting. And you're like, okay. And you just read it. No, mm-hmm. I mean, not necessarily parenting books, but right. stuff like that where you would just do it. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I trust that Melanie is not like being weird or dumb and I'm mm-hmm. going to read that thing. And so it's really, really right. encouraging. But the thing I wanted to say was I'm very thankful that yesterday you and I just picked blackberries for a long time. Yeah. Like it was so fun to just be outside. The weather was great. Doug mm-hmm. was with us being a little goofball. And it was very enjoyable. So thank you mm-hmm. for inviting me to do that, taking the time to do it, and yeah. just being present with me. I really loved that. Let me tell you something about tell that. Tell it to me. So I, yes, I'm glad I did enjoy that. And this came to me yesterday. I was just thinking about this. And oftentimes, guys, so I'm speaking to the men right now, and I'm. this is not, this is off topic, but it's all marriage related. Guys say, oh, I'll spend time with my 
wife or my girlfriend or whatever. I'll do this. I'll take her to dinner. I'll go pl- pick blackberries with her. I'll connect that way later so I can get sex. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it just kind of hit me yesterday. I was like, am I doing these things just to get with you? And the answer, thankfully, was no. Mm-hmm. So it was a reframing of enjoy what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Sure, if it ends up you know, having sex, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. But if it's not, then... Okay, you know, and I think so many men, I should, we should have a whole episode about this, actually. So many men are just doing stuff, doing stuff, and doing stuff like, oh, okay, you know, uh, trying to, trying to prime the pump, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But they're, they're missing out right. on what relationship actually is. Right. Relationship isn't just like, hey, I'm going to fa- I'm going to take you to a fake dinner and go pick fake blackberries where I'm just like trying to, okay, right. let's do things right so I can score right. later on the night. Because that's not the, that's not, first of all, that's not very holistic, right? Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, okay, I'll like appease her for, you know, eight hours Weird. all day. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I promise you guys think like that. And I, I've thought like that. And uh, you probably have never thought like that, which is no. crazy. So anyway, on YouTube, uh, uh, Taifa says, good morning. Hey, what's up, Taifa? And uh, your earrings are amazing. Thanks. Thank you. These are from She Loves Pretty. That's right. Go to She Loves Pretty Shop. Uh, you follow her on Instagram at She Loves Pretty Shop. Go to shelovespretty.com. They are connected to my headphones. All Look right. at how cool I am. Yes, no, they are. seriously, I love these earrings. I'm so glad that you mentioned them because they are my earrings of the day. They are nice. Okay, let's jump mm-hmm. into the question. Mm. I've kind of rambled. I'm sorry, but I think the Don't content apologize. was good. So, question. Go. Yes, now. All right. Please. If you have a question that you want to send into our show, send it into hello at anatomyofmarriage.com or mm-hmm. you can DM us on Facebook, Instagram, whatevs. Uh, and as always, I try to alter these questions so that you cannot tell who the people are. Mm-hmm. I take out incriminating evidence. Right. But also, don't send us a novel, please. <laughs> I have to whittle it down. It's very <laughs> hard. Um, so it says, without saying names, I will start off by telling you that my husband is in a band. He tours the world playing guitar for a living. No, I have not ever questioned his faithfulness or any of that, which is usually assumed as a wife whose husband has such a career. They are a rock band and have maintained a certain respect for being wholesome, positive, uh, positive message band while touring, uh, blah, blah, touring with the cuss you out from the stage and bring home a groupie bands. Our marriage is great. He is my best friend and we have two kids. We are set financially. We get to travel a lot. He is gone 75% of the year, most years, but that is our normal and we love our life. We love Jesus. We teach our babies about Jesus and agree on almost everything. We are, uh, however, polar opposites when it comes to our family of origin, which is where I believe our current source of tension most likely stems from. Up until two years ago, I was so proud of the band as a whole, what they stood for and what they stood against, what they represented and how they represented it. Then they got a video producer to do all the music videos for their last record, who is everything Hollywood has ever dreamed of. Suddenly, the videos have scantily clad women in them for no apparent reason other than to have women not wearing clothes up on the screen to grab attention. These uplifting, positive songs suddenly had some sort of dark backstory that he made up and wanted to depict on the screen. The straw that broke my seven-month-old, my seven-months-pregnant back was the scene where a seemingly naked woman is straddling a chair. She is only wearing a nude thong that is blurred out in the video, and she appears to be fully naked, hanging out in the same room as my husband. And it is recorded for the world to see and replay over and over. I felt like he cheated on me somehow, betrayed me, and honestly, I stopped trusting everything I thought I'd known when it came to his moral compass. For the past two years now, I've been initi- I've been initially 
dis- oh, sorry, intentionally distancing myself from anything related to the band. And I unfollowed him on social media. Not sure if he's even aware of this. It comes up from time to time and I shut down and he gets mad and then we just have to move on. He admitted that he felt defeated for a long time now because he doesn't feel like I'm supportive of anything he does musically anymore and feels like I'm ungrateful for the work he does in our family. I get where he's coming from. I hate it. I realize that I haven't been affirming or very supportive. I haven't wanted to support some of what I've seen, but probably I should not have turned all interest off. I was protecting myself and trying to avoid stirring the pot, but ended up just hurting him. I don't want his this tension anymore. I don't want to see him as unsupportive anymore. Wait, I don't want him to see me as unsupportive anymore. My stance on what is morally appropriate or not will not waver, but I must find a way to love my husband better through this. I just don't know now, or I just don't know how. When I am fearful and pretty confident that I will be disappointed with something his occupation will bring about in regards to immorality again, I'm afraid of this and have been this, wait, I'm afraid this has been the start of a downward spiral, but I also need to support him in his work. I need him to have a job. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I'm so proud of the talent and work ethic that he has, and I know these videos will not make or break who he is as a man and as a whole. Mm. He is the most gracious, self-sacrificial, non-grudge-holding person I've ever met, and I'm struggling, though, and I'm not sure how or what to pray for anymore. I wish for the boys' sake that we were on the same page. Mm. Yeah, that oh, okay. was really long, and I apologize. I right. tried. I edited a bunch out, and still it was really long. Yeah, w- so it's, it's fine to send in long emails. However, it's we're going to edit hard. them down. <laughs> I didn't know it was that long. I would have... I'm going to... Yes. Okay. So, based on... Jeez. Um, hmm. Okay. Famous husband, rock band... Uh, worldly stuff, right? I will dive uh, right on in okay. by saying Seth was in a band. They toured Christian band, Emery, all that jazz. Right. And we do have a like a total behind-the-scenes view of that world um, firsthand. Like, you were in mm-hmm. the band. We would, You went on tour. I toured with you once. It was the worst. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. I felt all those things. And uh, mm-hmm. even with, um, like, Dustin Kinsrew and his wife, like, mm-hmm. I sang with them at church. We have this weird window right. into the real lives of people like that. We, we know some music industry record label touring stuff right. more than other oh, people. Oh, and I used to make the uh, podcast Labeled, which right. is the Tooth and Nail Records podcast. So mm-hmm. I know a lot of backstory that actually couldn't even get aired because <laughs> right. it was bad. Right. But that being said, from a perspective of like firsthand, you guys made a music video, mm-hmm. went to LA, did all this stuff. Um, from the wife's perspective, it feels like you individually made that choice. Like your husband individually made that choice to have that naked lady in the video. Mm-hmm. He had no say. There is a machine right. behind. I mean, I'm glad you said that. Cause you are exactly right. Uh, he, so it's called a treatment. Like what's the treatment on the video and all this stuff. Right. Uh, he probably had no idea that the producer was going that way. Sure because he had no idea. if you're in a record label, it's, it's like whirlwind. You're like, Oh, I better, I have to jump on the cart. Right. It's my job. If I make a stink, I screw this whole thing up. Right. right. And and that is, honestly, that is a very intimidating place to be. I, w- I was never in that exact right. kind of situation right. before. But say the record label wanted us to, I don't know, play... <sighs> I don't know, like right. play at the Playboy Mansion or something right. like that. Um, and it was like, okay, this is a big show. A bunch of people did a lot of work to get us this show. Right. We weren't, it's not a dream of ours to play there right. or anything like that. But that would put me in a really hard position to be like, Melanie, uh, it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of money right. kind of thing, you know? And it's your job and it, and to it's, go and it's, there. And it's the job, right? right. So 
I'm not saying that's okay. This is wrong or this is right. I'm saying right. that's a hard position to be in for that for the guy for the guitar player, right? right? But also, I feel bad for the mom, like right. a, a stay-at-home mom, saying, "What the f? He's on like a soundstage with that, yeah, uh, all these ladies. Mm-hmm. That that's not cool. That right. doesn't feel good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you guys, I want you to have a real conversation about it. Use the clearing structure." Of course, you can go get it in the Anatomy of Marriage app, but just for like right, right here, right now, um, I don't think that you guys have a huge moral compass issue. Like, no, he's like, yeah, uh, babes and you know, drugs and all this stuff, and like hookers and blow, was it whatever? Uh, what's his <laughs> oh, name? Oh gosh, said, yeah, funny. Uh, that's a whole nother thing. But anyway, I don't think that he's just full on like yeah come on like that right, oh deal right. with it you know stay at home mom right. and and you're not uh just like you know some some prude that doesn't isn't aware Ooh. of all this stuff right? right i think you guys need to have a conversation because i guarantee that you were caught off guard and sidetracked and when you saw the video you were like right right so that would feel like a betrayal you know if i was the husband i'd be like hey i'm on set i know this is is bonkers but i had no idea that the video was going to be this way and i'm just thinking back in the day you would have said i mean when when you weren't as differentiated as you're what there's no way you would have known and then you would have gotten super mad at me and then it's been oh yeah when we when you were in the band i mean i would have like ripped you a new one as if it was your decision like as if you were the producer somehow or had any say whatsoever the drummer of a band doesn't have any say <laughs> so the video that we did, uh, like w- like of course we had like live takes and stuff like that but as far as the other actors and actresses that were actually in the video we were like what is i had right. i i didn't know you showed up i didn't, and didn't know. know they were there and this yeah. was super not to the production scale of of what oh, yeah. this guy sounds like you yeah. know with with <clears throat> you know everything right. so uh, it's yeah, I, I want to give the, the, the husband a little bit benefit of the doubt, and mm-hmm. I want you guys to take this opportunity. What's up, Jesse? I want you guys to take this opportunity to say, oh, my goodness, there's some things that we need to communicate better on. Right. Let's up our communication Well, and here's game. the thing I want to say. Um, I can't remember what book it was in. I think it was Turning Pro mm-hmm. uh, by Stephen Pressfield, I think, mm-hmm. or it was Inner Engineering by Sadhguru, or it was New World by Eckhart Tolle. Okay, but it was this idea that things in the world that happen, mm-hmm. like this music video, the producer choosing a naked lady for it, was not a personal attack on you, wife. Right. So that thing happened, but it sh- you can interpret it as a personal attack or a thing that happened. Right. So here, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Your interpretation is this is hurting me. This someone did this to me. This means that my husband's moral compass is broken. Like you're taking a thing that happened and pulling it towards you mm-hmm. and then wondering why you're being affected by it. So I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but please hear my position here. Um, I use this example with coaching clients. Sometimes it's like a, a poisonous snake, mm. like you're walking. We've done this before in South Carolina because it's dangerous there. You're walking and you see a copperhead. For one, you leave it alone. But if it's in your marriage and the copperhead is a lady in a music video that you did not know was there, here's what most people do. They pick up the copperhead and look at it and hold it and turn it and think about it. And what do you think the copperhead's going to do? Bite you. Bite the living daylights out of you. Right. And 
And the crazy thing is that that naked lady video business, it, <laughs> I was trying to say business in a funny way, <laughs> and it came out weird. Um, it's like, What's up, Emily? Good it's morning. like a <laughs> snake that you don't need in your life. Right. So get it and chuck that MFR out the window, okay? You mm-hmm. don't hold on to it and keep holding on to it. That's the thing that I think so many couples get wrong is they go, well, this thing is really bothering me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to never let it go, Right. right? So that's the first thing I want to say is that you are taking a thing that happened. Your husband had nothing at all to do with what a new music producer mm-hmm. dude chose. Mm-hmm. No one consulted him. No, trust me, in the music industry and behind the scenes record label world, it is about numbers. It's about downloads. It's about sales. It's not right. about what the band thinks. Let me let me say a quick story. So when we when I was in the band, we uh, you know been to L.A. several times, and we were doing our video shoot down there, right? And our A and R guy who was in uh, L.A. knew some people at Capitol Records, and you know the Capitol Record Record Building. It's in it's in West Hollywood. It's uh, like a um, a big cylinder. You know, it's in music videos and stuff. Sure. Anyway, we went to the top of that building, which was iconic because like. Every single major band, like Aerosmith, Motley Crue, every single band, like, you know, back in the day, would, like, have rooftop parties there. And we're like, whoa, this is crazy. And then he took us to the Rainbow Room, which is in West L.A. on the Sunset Strip, where everything in the world Mm -hmm. has been down. Johnny Depp, all all this stuff, right? And uh, you and I were in a fierce argument that night. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we're with our A&R guy. He's taking us to the Rainbow Room, where, like... Guns and Roses and all these people have just. Uh, he was talking about yeah, in this room right here, they had a, a mountain of coke and they were just doing. It was it was it was Ugh. it was crazy. It was bonkers. But I was in an argument with you. I was like, we're having dinner with our A and R guy, and I I was like, guys, I have to I have to go outside and talk. And it was it was crazy. But both of you did and I have I were any idea? Idiots. Well, right, yeah. we were super idiots. But did I, I I had no idea that we were gonna get taken to this like super iconic place with all these famous people, right? and hang out and talk about music industry stuff to further our career, right? right? But you were like, who's that? Why are you in LA? What are you doing? I'm like, ugh. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. So I I, I do want to give the benefit of the doubt to both of you guys and to externalize this problem and say the thing that you're getting pissed off and hurt about, part of it goes with the territory of being in the music industry, and then part of it has zero to do with your husband, right? If your husband... Most of it. Most of it. Has nothing to do with your husband. But I would encourage the husband, I'm like, dude, if you're in this position again, and you're like, I don't know, right? give your wife a call and say, hey, babe, I just want to be super transparent here. We're doing a video shoot, and I know this is hurtful, and it is not my choice. Yes. That is what I was Even what she said in the end of the email, she's like, my... I don't work. My husband, this is his job. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And okay. So for musicians who have been in the business for a long time, you can't just go, all right, peace out. I'm going to go work at Starbucks. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because this is your profession. This right. is your career, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not as flexible. Like my buddies in the band, if they, if they quit, they don't have a regular nine to five. Right. They don't have full time. I mean, they all have on. degrees, right. which they would have to really. I mean, it, they would be a huge right. step down. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think too, like what you're saying is that so important. And I wanted to mention this. I'm glad you brought it up. Is that all it would have taken? Um, and this is for the husband to hear because. Mm. 
there's so many positive things that the wife said. I trust him. I don't think he's ever cheated on me. Like he's my best friend. Mm -hmm. Uh, We love Jesus. All of those things are like, all right, well, you guys are going to make it for one. So hear that, right? But husband, you're out there doing all this crap. Your wife has no idea about it. Um, And I don't mean that in a patronizing weird way. You are the thing that will set her at ease, okay? You Mm. are the person who can text before the video comes out. When you find out, oh, here's the premise of the video. There's going to be a a chick. She's going to be doing this. She's wearing nothing. (laughs) There's a a boob at 120. (laughs) Edited 120. One minute, 20 seconds, right? (laughs) uh, Boob. So here's the thing. You as a husband can say to your wife, wow, this is not the direction I thought the video was going to go in. You know, when we wrote the song, it was like this. But here's what our producer wants to do. I know this is against our family's morals, our values. Mm -hmm. I will talk to our kids about why this is in our video. And I want to assure you that and then, then you make boundaries. I'm not hanging backstage with this lady. I'm not talking to her. I'm looking away as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, in the secular world, in the non-Christian world, Everybody's going to be like, what? You're weird. Look at boobs if you want to look at boobs. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. (laughs) Like That's not okay in our world. Uh, If you were in a band still and there was some naked lady in your band video, I don't know, I would expect that Seth would be like, I will honor my wife by not staring at this lady. Like, And that he would say that out loud to me and I would say, okay, agreed, Mm -hmm. right? And so I want people to hear that you can set up boundaries just like that, if that makes sense. Bill, what's up, Bill? Good to see you again. Uh, you guys hit the nail on the head. The entertainment industry is all about views. The more money, and we all know sex sells. Like it or not, it's the nature of the right. beast. Yeah, that is true. So maybe this will evolve for this couple into a larger conversation. Like if the bandmates are saying, hey, you know, we're going to go here and, you know, keep on writing songs about whatever and continue to have these videos, then that is a different conversation that this guy needs to have with his bandmates. You know, it's Mm kind of like, uh, you know, a band isn't just a band like, oh, let's, you know, play some songs and, you know, get famous. A band is a business. Right. There's every every aspect of a startup or uh, financials or longevity and stuff. It's a business, right? And if the business is going in a direction where you're like, you know what, I'm I'm not comfortable with this, Mm -hmm. then then that's a road you'll have to cross eventually, but that right. that definitely is something. I wanted to say something. Darn it. I totally forgot. And Daniel says, I love how the advice is about communication between the couple, but if this is something that is morally against what the family believes, then shouldn't he push back on these videos? Uh, so here's the... Th- yeah, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I would say thank so. Thank you for bringing mm-hmm. that up, but he can't. Like, So think of it like this. Um, this is how I would prefer it go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I apologize. I totally cut you off. But as think about it if you worked at like um, some big corporation and you're like, I don't agree with this part of town. Our building should move. <laughs> Do you know what your boss would say? See you later. Go move to a different job. Right. This is He doesn't have a say. Um, when you get into this level of musicianship where you're actually touring the world and have like an H and an A, what is it? HR. <laughs> yeah, I know that was really weird. An HR a- guy. A, 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 R, A, R, A, N, R. Oh my gosh. My brain just like exploded. A, N, R. When you have mm-hmm. these different levels, they, you have no say in what they do. Um, it is like a machine that is gigantor mm-hmm. 
that pushes your band along. It's not the other way around. Your right. band is not pushing the Think music about producer it. It, it's along. It's like this. Say you had a startup business, right? And it was you and your buddy, you know, you and two business partners, right? And you guys worked hard. You did all this stuff. And then this big corporation came along, say... Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola or Microsoft or Apple or somebody says, you know what? You guys are awesome. We see a bunch of potential in you. We're going to buy you out, mm-hmm. i.e. like a record contract right, or whatever. Right. We're going to buy up your business and you lose the shares in your business. And now it's a top-down thing where we tell you right. uh, what to do. We tell you what kind of songs to write, what kind of direction. And that is how record labels work. Yeah. Or it's, at it's, least they used to. I mean, stuff's becoming more independent, now, of course. But that is the same thing. And I like that. Like, oh, I don't like this part of town. Let's move our building. Right. Well, you can't. Why don't you move? You yeah. Know, like one person doesn't like this. See you later. I can get a new guitarist. Right. That's like, right. And that's the hard part about it. But what mm. I was going to say is that um, he should say, well, if it's something you don't believe in, then shouldn't he be pushing back on these videos? Mm-hmm. What I would say is the better outcome because he can't push back on the videos. He'll probably get kicked out like for real. Um, there's a thousand guitarists waiting to take his place that know all the songs that he plays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a thing to factor in. That's true. Um, the other part of that is if this is something he doesn't believe in, he's got to figure out, and husband, this is for you. So you got to figure out how you're going to talk to your kids about this. Mm-hmm. You have to morally figure out as a man when your kids are, I mean, the lady said you got sons. You're going to have to figure out how to express this to your boys mm-hmm. in a way that makes sense. Because if you don't, you're going to look like a hypocrite. Uh, this just has a lot of potential to tear a marriage apart, I mm-hmm. guess is the best way to say it. So it also has the, a, lot of, a lot of potential to be something where you say, this is the reality of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, he, this is the reality of the world. There's boobs everywhere on everything. Car insurance, burgers. <laughs> I just imagined a burger with boobs. <laughs> Which is funny. Boob burgers should be a company. Um, But it's everywhere. You have to make sense of it anyway. You can't just be like, well, I don't agree. If you don't agree, like go move, be in in the Amish community. Like it's everywhere you go. So Mm -hmm. unless you're turning off every device you ever owned Mm -hmm. and living in a cave with no Wi-Fi... You're not going to be able to avoid this anyway. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good question. Thank you. I, I think that the key to this is communication. Just definitely communication and an understanding. Like, husband, if I'm, I'm talking to you straight here, okay, your wife has an issue with this. Pay attention to that. Don't ignore it. Don't, don't dismiss. Don't devalue that. Say, okay, this is a legit concern that she has, mm-hmm. right? And then wife... Understand it from that perspective. So I think we did a pretty good job on So it says, oh, it's in the Amish too. <laughs> I guess Amish ladies have boobs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, so the other thing I did want to say, and this is the, um, the way that I want any man who is a, uh, or, or they could be women, but like if you are the partner that leaves the home and you go to your job, whether that's you tour the world in a rock band mm-hmm. or you sit at a desk nine to five and you are ha- and you have a partner at home who's watching kids and doesn't really have, I mean, that's all they do all day long. Mm-hmm. I need you to hear that that's a lot of isolation um, right. for someone with like kiddos, you're just stuck somewhere and your brain is going to go a thousand million directions. And right. if you're not having really loving conversation of like, what did you do today? Oh, like from, from you the, mean, side the of, husband, yes. Right. If the mm-hmm. husband is not informing his wife lovingly about what's going on as a way to be like, Hey, I know your day was like 
all the same stuff every single day. Let me tell you what happened in my day. Tell me about your day. Like, mm-hmm. encourage this a new way of kind of mm, what's the word? Like pulling out intentional, uh, open and closed ended. It's uh, like questioning and conversations. I, I guess yes. And I want you just to be aware of how hard the struggle is for a stay at home parent with little ones to not get concerned that are they cheating on me is something bad or they didn't tell me like you're you're just alone Mm -hmm. and it feels like the whole world is happening outside and you are missing all of it that is what i want to help like help this husband understand Mm -hmm. and it sounds like the wife is doing a really good job of managing this right but it would be really awesome if the husband could attune to that and preemptively say he, like bring advice, uh, not advice, bring more information in a really loving way mm-hmm. to help the wife. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I articulate, articulated that well. Mm-hmm. It says, how do we as society get over the boob obsession? You would think that in 2020 we would realize that we all have. <laughs> Let's move on already. Uh, that is very funny. Free yeah. the boobs. That's uh, funny. Yeah. No, I, I, there's nothing that we, let's see, our society is full of booby traps <laughs> everywhere. That, is that funny. was funny. Yeah. There is no way to get away from it. Right. It's never going to go anywhere. I think like if you look at other cultures, so I just watched uh, that movie Apocalypto, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. And Ugh, that movie gives me the oh, worst man, it vibes. Is, it is Ugh. so intense. It is. It's good, but it is so golly. great, right? And I, I just watched it again, right? And I don't know, a couple of months ago. And I'm thinking of like on National Geographic and other things like other tribes in Africa and South American tribes. It's like everybody is topless, right? right? Yeah. The men and the women. Mm-hmm. And it's not a thing. I like the one tribe that has like the men where like. It looks like a hollowed out carrot on their wiener, oh, and it's and it like tied up. up to their yeah, that, <laughs> like, what is that? It's very, I don't understand that. <laughs> doesn't but look I'm very. Safe. Not judging it. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, right. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't look very. It doesn't look very comfortable. Right. So maybe it's a wiener extension or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's very funny, but yeah. But think about that. Like yeah. how different that is culturally. The women have no shirts. They don't even own a shirt. They just have like a grass they don't even dress. Own a shirt. And no, what is there something? Uh, no, funny? it says the French seem to have a handle on it. Well, yeah, and that makes me think. So we've been to Europe, you know, a couple of times, and on some of the beaches, it was just like nothing. You right. know what I'm saying? They're, and topless or whatever yeah even even uh, it's but it's not sexualized so no, it's but not e- like and, and there's even kids around and like you know in talking with dr tina Shermer sellers mm-hmm. her mom is from sweden mm-hmm. and she was like what would walk around topless all the time right well, no i think you just made that up but sure no she said that in a thing it's like yeah her mom would just be like hello or our, our, na- our yeah, neighbor our, you know? yeah she, he's from they were from italy <laughs> and from he's, italy like and all he he's the youngest had all sisters and he said they were like naked all the time right and so when he was a kid it was not weird to him he was not he did not over sexualize right. women because he was around naked women all the they were his sisters yeah and so he was the I, youngest i think about that like i okay this is probably tmi but uh i don't have an issue with walking from the bathroom after i get out of the shower to our room right i do because i see your butt hair well anyway but but kids <laughs> see it and go Woo! they're like dad but it's not a big it's not a thing right. for them. You, you see what I'm right. saying? So it's like, okay, it's just my our, da- my, 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 it's my, just our bodies, right. and everybody, everybody right. has a body. Right. So at least we're normalizing it in that way. And if you can normalize thing. that stuff respectfully in your home, that's all that ca- that's all you can do. So right. uh, think of it that way. Like, and I'm not saying normalize boobs. Like that's not what I mean. But there does need to be a 
Uh, so we have tweens. We have a 11 and 12 year old boys. So we are right in the middle of pre-pubescent, pubescent, body changing, just around the corner, stages of life. <laughs> like our kids are going through all of it. Mm-hmm. And um, we, I, we, I, I was raised in a home that was silent and shaming around sexuality, or not, mm-hmm. not quite shaming, but very silent. And so when I talked to Dr. T- when we talked to Dr. Tina Shermer Sellers, she's a sex therapist at uh, SPU. She has thankgodforsex.org. Mm-hmm. She has uh, Northwest Institute on Intimacy. When we talked to her and she was like, it's all about um, like body awareness. It's all about being okay with bodies, not perpetuating the thing you grew up thinking or feeling. Mm-hmm. I immediately ran out. I bought Amazing You. It's a body book for kids. Mm-hmm. There's several of them. I think the lady... Um, Gail Saltz, we had her on our show. Mm-hmm. And the more you can expose your children to bodies in a healthy way, the better they will be balanced with it as adults. So our ki- you did not have that as a kid, though, right? Like, what was your experience around body stuff as a kid? Well, uh, it's, it's the South, so it's hot. Everybody has a pool, right. so no dude has a shirt, and every woman is in a bathing suit. Right. So, But, like, body positivity, <laughs> meaning... <laughs> body positivity? It, there was no body shaming, really. Right kind of anything you know mm-hmm. it's just was you know you oh you go to the changing room you know it's like i just it's so different from like the pacific north or at least how you were you know it's like you go to a pool with a changing room the men's locker room every dude is naked you know mm-hmm. just because they're changing and right. then the same thing in the women's locker room and it's a it's a thing i remember when we were in i think spain that's where it was and every bathroom was just a bathroom oh right? yeah there's no men's, men's women's and whatever women's, yeah. and i i remember I was, you know, in the, at the urinal peeing, like this TMI, I don't care, uh, peeing, and a female janitor is <laughs> cleaning She's the, walking around, yeah. sweeping, you know, and I'm just lit, I'm actually right. peeing, and I'm, I, I loved it. Right. I mean, not in a weird... <laughs> I love that you always say, I loved it. <laughs> like, not, <laughs> no, I love the female janitor saw me peeing. I don't care. <laughs> no. Keep on uh, looking. No, the, 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 I love the normalcy right. of it, and... Right. Oh, and it made me zero uncomfortable. Right. And and also, obviously, that's not in a weird voyeuristic like uh, yeah, there's um, nothing exhibitionist sort of way. Right. It's like no, are you no, right? Please, right? But just the oh bathroom. What's go. crazy about that is that we don't realize, and this is what I was doing. I didn't realize that my own shame and fear around boobs was being projected out onto our marriage. And so I made everyone with boobs the villain. Mm -hmm. I did that. Their boobs are not villainous. I did that. Does that make sense? If theirs are villainous, yours are villainous. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Yeah, no, you're totally right. If you demonize something over here, but you innately have that, then you're... You're you're judging and demonizing yourself and shaming yourself. Right. And right. That's crazy to think about. And right. so the thing that is, again, I go back to the very beginning of this conversation. Those other ladies' boobs are not out there to make you mad. They're not they're not happening to you like in a um an, an attacking way. They are just existing on someone else. And it's your own mindset that has to change. Somebody says on YouTube, body shaming is a huge part of life. Not big enough, not small enough, not showing enough, right. not uh, showing, showing too, too much. much. Keep your nose to yourself. <laughs> I agree that. Uh, Gretchen says, their boobs are not villainous. Best line from the show. <laughs> and I think that that was one of the biggest um, helpful things. There's, there's, there's like a, um, an evil like eyebrow right here on boobs. It's like, like a, evil. Ugh, like a bad. Yeah, I think that They're wearing that's... wearing sunglasses and look all mean. 
That needs to be a shirt. Um, <laughs> like boobs that look angry. So that's a, one of the biggest transformations that personally that I had that helps me trust Seth more. There's a second part of this I do want to say as well. That if when you understand that you are that every human is wired evolutionarily, biologically speaking, to want to reproduce, you get over how scary sexual attraction is. That's right. Somebody says if you if you teach your kids the actual fun, what the actual function right. of breasts are, it takes the taboo out of them being visible. Right. Right. If it wasn't for those meddling villainous boobs, <laughs> that was <laughs> the boobs. I, I didn't get again. in trouble. They they got me in trouble. <laughs> right. They were after me. Um, but yes, I agree. So that's one other thing too is that we talk to our kids. They will ask about boobs, and we talk about what are they for. Well, they are for nursing a baby, and and we tell our boys, "You were nursed on my boobs. Make it normal, and then your kids won't grow up to be perverted weirdos." Portable lunch. Portable lunch. <laughs> Warm, warm lunch anywhere you go. That's so gross. I just think of warm milk. Ugh. Anyhow, you made it. I not do. Me. Want, <laughs> you did it. But I do want to say, mm-hmm. when you accept, 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 accept the idea that someone attractive will make you feel attracted to them, regardless of their intention, you get over the fear of being attracted to someone. You know how many people I could be attracted to that aren't my husband in one day? A billion. Why? Because that's how we're wired. Does that mean I'm going to sleep with any of them? No. Does it mean I'm going to think about sleeping with any of them? No. Unless that's my choice to do that. Right. (laughs) And it's not my choice to do that, That right? That was a villainous laugh there. I set boundaries for myself on purpose. But what I have to understand first is that the physical attraction will be there if we mm-hmm. pretend that it won't be guess what's going to happen it's like trying to it, it honestly is like trying to put um like a puppy in a box and tape it shut like you're going to hear the puppy whining and whining mm. and whining mm-hmm. and it's not the same thing as like letting like okay boobs let me touch them that's not what i mean it's you acknowledge the fact that you have the desire to touch them and then you release that mm-hmm. Everybody is wired this way. If you don't think you're wired this way, you're uh, terrified of it and you're ignoring it. It's like a puppy in a box is going to cry all night. And then in the context of uh, healthy relationships and marriage, that can actually be a safeguard. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like yeah. regular sexual intercourse. Mm-hmm. What does this go to? Like a scientist? <laughs> regular copulation. <laughs> Coitus. Coitus. I don't even know what that is. No, that is the, the right word. But like... <laughs> Regular and frequent and meaningful and uh, mutually satisfying uh, right. relations. <laughs> Come on. What's going on here? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Sorry. I feel like we kind of went on a rant there. So let's grab some conversation starters. And if you guys find yourselves struggling with this kind of thing, like I've went, I've gone through this for years and years and years. I'm at an impasse, right? That's some psychological language for like being stuck. You're at an impasse. I want you guys to go check out getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. We have partnered with Faithful Counseling, which is an online counseling therapy group that provides HIPAA compliant, completely confidential, licensed therapists just like me to talk to you through telemedicine, through online format, through uh, their um, special video portal that is all those things, right? So go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to hook yourself up, that's right, hook yourself up with a licensed therapist to talk about stuff. 
uh, couple stuff, anything, you know, you're, you're having your uh, emotional intimacy is hard, right? Um, you're not having sex. You have anxiety. You have depression. Go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. <laughs> I love that someone is like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was good. Right. Um, so that is a good point. Go mm-hmm. get um, therapy. Go do the things you need to do. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of right. marriage. Now, on to our wonderful no. app called the Anatomy of Marriage app. Let's go to the conversation If this stuff starters. is really triggering, get help. You can't do it alone. Yes. So uh, here's the first question. Are you ready? Yep. Uh, the house is on fire, but everyone is safely out. The pets are safely out, and all the wallets and cash are saved. If you could make one last, last dash to get something, what would it be and why? My computer and my guns. Okay. Boring. <laughs> Probably what I would do too, <laughs> like computer phones. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I would probably get pictures. Well, I mean, well, everything's digital now. Right. Um, maybe my jewelry, all of my earrings from She Loves Pretty. Follow her at She Loves Pretty Shop <laughs> and go to shelovespretty.com. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't even know. Like baby things, like the kids' stuffies. Oh, mm. I know. Nina and Maria Callis. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I made Hattie some dolls um, that she adores, yeah. and I would get Nina and Maria Callis. Okay, that's a good question. Next. Uh, oh, oh gosh, this is in the just for fun category. It's not a fun question. Okay. What is your least favorite outfit that I own? You're going to tell it to me. It's going to be my favorite outfit. This is, I'm not, worst. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> okay, good. Well done. <laughs> what are your favorite treats? Treats? Anything from Bakery Nouveau? Yeah. That's a treat. Right. That is a treat. It's delectable. Oh, <laughs> so in trouble. That's on a diet. And I asked him what his favorite treat is. I'll tell you, my favorite treat is from Bakery Nouveau. It's their raspberry mousse, like, mm. ball thing right. that is un, it's out of this earth. It is, yeah. like, from Neptune. So it is basically, so amazing. Uh, uh, yes, a French pastry is good. So thank you, guys. Remember to go get, if you need counseling, if you want to make that jump to counseling, go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. And one thing that we did not talk about, but I want to set in your minds at the top of the week, you guys, we do coaching, right? Coaching is different from counseling to where, we tell it straight. We are on your side. We see in you what you cannot see in yourself. And in which, your partner. And in your partner. And we had coaching last year, spent a buku of money, and it is worth every single cent. So, you guys, it is my mission to... So, I have a bunch of male clients. I have mostly male clients, right? We do have some couples and some females, right? But I want some lady... I am, I am attracting some lady to Melanie right You're now. You're attracting a lady, huh? For, yes. <laughs> and that's what I do. <laughs> uh, but for, um, I, I have guys, guys, if you have questions, email coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com and I'll talk to you. We can jump on a phone call. But ladies, if you want to elevate, if you want to step up, if you're like, you know what? I like what Melanie has. She's inspiring. She's a good lady. I want to be like her in some way or a just late-y. to get, to get our, our stuff straight. I want you guys to email coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com to get with this lady. You got to be a lady. You got to... <laughs> right? You got to be a lady. I didn't think you were you know, going to say like that. Like moms, girlfriends, wives, aunties, grandmas, if you want to step it up, talk to her because she knows, she does know herself. Attracting a lady and her villainous boobs. Oh, there you I go. like someone wrote, those boobs are working at work too. <laughs> that was a Ivy good says, one. smart Seth. Uh, yeah, so um, it, is, it is something I, I, am, I am attracting for you. Right. Some lady to to get with you to do coaching to step up her life because you you can do that for them. So coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. Let's wrap it up. Uh, okay. I'm not allowed to speak about my own coaching. 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> I do want to say, if you do want to check out coaching, like he said, go to coaching at mm-hmm. But I give you everything that I do in my real world to make things happen. Mm-hmm. I make, I have SOPs to GSD, right? right? I have standard operating procedures to get <laughs> stuff done. Boobs only. <laughs> <laughs> boobs only. That's in it. Boobs only coaching. That's right. Memories and Melanie's. Uh, so I, that is my thing. Like I, I don't just talk to you. I don't just tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, I mostly tell you what you don't want to hear that I know is going to be helpful to mm-hmm. you. And I give you the tools, the skills, the resources. You get mm-hmm. a weekly action plan that mm-hmm. I created literally every element for. You get mm-hmm. weekly conversation starters created just for your needs mm-hmm. in your marriage. So if you want to change, if you want to kick your own butt and be the person that you know you can be, the mom you know you can be, the wife mm-hmm. you know you can be, the daughter and friend and anything that you know that you can be who has boobs, then go to coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com and check it out. I love being right. a coach. I yeah. love it, love it, love it. Yeah. I'm in touch with you every single day and it's amazing. That's right. So email coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. Thank you guys. We will see you. We got some awesome shows oh, coming yeah. up. We have interviewed some Seriously cool people. Stactabular, star-tabular <laughs> guest recently. And so we're looking forward to dropping those this week. So stay tuned. See you later. Love you. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye.